0: Oh, hump day, Wednesday. What day
1: is it?
0: <laughs> that never gets old. I'm sorry. I'm just that guy.
1: <laughs> it is inspiration, humor, and levity. We're halfway through the work week. A typical work week, yeah. let me <laughs> specify.
0: Yeah, typical work week. And
1: you know what? <laughs>
0: For those of us who are entrepreneurs, what are you talking I about? I can't
1: help but think back to our podcast a couple of days ago about giving up things that thinking about what we have that our ancestors didn't have and that has really stuck.
0: Oh yeah, the gratitude challenge.
1: And you know, I, I came up with another thing. Transportation, how we get around so darn easily. Just getting to the next town for for them could take weeks. And ours takes minutes.
0: We could go down the rabbit hole so deep on this starting with the days of walking <laughs> and, then, and then using animals, transforming animals into vessels of transportation, like horses mm-hmm. and things, and then going into, oh, invention, bicycles, and then eventually the car, and now public transportation with, on top of it, Uber and Lyft and all those services. Right. There's no excuse. There's no excuse not to get from A to B anymore. You know, and then, of course, the airplane, come on. I mean, as a pilot, I'm like, okay, I can get to Southern California now in a, in a matter of two hours. I hop in the plane and bada bing, I'm in LA. It's like, what? And, and it's accessible to, to normal people.
1: Right, and it's just after that homework assignment, it has just put me in such a grateful place. And just to sit there and contemplate all the things that have made our lives so easy. It's, we, got, we are just, mm, we should all be so full I, of gratitude. I, have,
0: I, I can't help it. You're, you're, you're setting me off. It, I have zero patience and no place in my life for people that complain about how rough it is living in this time and space. Oh,
1: my phone died. And, and speaking my of space. My phone's almost dead. Yeah,
0: my phone died. Give me a, <laughs> come on, man. And again, like I said, there's the the three waves of survival, I believe, in my opinion, are survival of the fittest, which got us physically here as a species. Then it was survival of the wisest, and now it's survival of the creatives, because we don't have to be neither uh, fit to survive nor wise to survive. We just basically have to use creativity. You are so and right. <laughs> when your phone dies... <laughs> If you can't figure out how to to, to to survive, maybe you shouldn't be in the gene pool anymore.
1: <laughs> but we fix that.
0: Yes, we do. We- <laughs> and slightly off topic, but it, it's a good way to start our Wednesday for sure, Let's Michelle. do this. Good good call.
1: <laughs> Here it goes. <laughs> Sorry if this comes as a shock. The American healthcare system, no matter what type of coverage you have, is a fucking mess. This... Dang. coming from a practitioner who was recently a patient lulled into complacency thinking when you get sick you'll get your needs met flawlessly ha we fix that
0: boy, oh boy here we go day what 10 11 on reflections of being sick and you said it best in yesterday's podcast there is a lot to be said and sifted through during this period of time and if you just kind of shrugged it off and moved forward you're not Truly moving forward, you're not you're getting it. You're missing the point. <laughs> this, you're missing a lot of points. There was so much learned from this brief period of time, and an intense period of time, but a brief period of time nonetheless that just kept shoveling new information in my path that I had to address. And one of those things was, here I am a practitioner, now being a patient, I got to see what it's like on the other side of the fence, and it's mm-hmm. ugly. And you would think after COVID, there would be like this more intensive understanding of how to navigate systems and how to create systems that are navigatable. Kaiser Permanente, which is a large provider, uh, especially on the West Coast, known for their systems and known for their navigability, totally dropped the ball on, on multiple occasions. And, you know, as a practitioner, I know better. But secondly, I'm also an advocate. So if I didn't have the wherewithal to stand up and say, oh no, this is not acceptable and be persistent, I would not have gotten my needs met. And unfortunately, there still is, and it dovetails back into what you were saying and how we started the podcast. There is still a bit of survival of the wisest, survival of the fittest, and the survival of the creative for sure in navigating our healthcare system. If I were a senior, and I didn't have an advocate and I was speaking on my own behalf I might not be here right now or in the best case scenario I think I would have wound up in the hospital with progressed pneumonia you know I I called Kaiser to create an appointment they they couldn't get me in that's not surprising but plan B right they have these telemed visits so you call the the hotline the advice line they give you a bunch of key indicators as to how to put you what category they put you in as far as urgency goes so you you fib a little and you say well I've got a fever right cuz that sets them into a different modality and then you get you get a priority and I hate to give that little tidbit away and I hate to sound like I'm deceptive but boy if you if you're going to get your needs met you've got to know how to navigate the system so with Kaiser you've got to say that you've got a fever well in my case I actually had a fever so it was truthful so I I got onto this higher priority list. And I was told that my doctor would reach out to me uh, via telemed and that it would be by the end of the day. Well, five o'clock hits and I haven't been seen. So I called them back and said, what's up? Oh yeah, your doctor's out. And I'm like, okay, at what point were you guys going to tell me that? <laughs> you were just going to let me go into tomorrow. Good
1: information to know. <laughs>
0: unseen, right? So she's like, okay, we've got a backup. We've always got a backup for, for when your doctor is out, so I said, "Okay, when am I going to hear from this guy?" Well, by by the end of this evening, okay? What does that mean? Because I don't want to hear midnight, or I don't want to hear seven o'clock, and then I'm not, I'm, I'm just flailing in the dark. So, uh, they said by by ten o'clock. So 10.01, I'm back on the phone because I haven't heard from this this Joker yeah. either. I call and then it's all it's all sympathy. It's all oh, we're sorry that didn't happen. Okay, we've got you hooked up now. A third doctor, that was not available until the next morning. So I'm like, Jesus Christ! I'm like, <laughs> I just I know what I need. I need my these certain meds. I've had this this issue before. Can, can somebody just get me a prescribing, you know, pr- nurse practitioner, something, anything? So they, they send me to this this doctor. Uh, it was supposed to be ten o'clock the following day. Okay, now I'm not going to continue down this path because it's ad nauseum. Let me just say that that didn't happen either. So I called and now I'm a different person. I am pissed, I am sicker, I am starting to circle the drain, and I put out that, that shot across the bow, and said, look, if I don't get seen now, there's gonna be some problems. So then they say, okay, we're gonna hook you up with this doctor, his name's Dr. Hart. And I, I thought, how funny, what if his name was Kevin? Because there's a comedian named Kevin Hart, I said, this is like a joke. So I said, well, what's his first name? And they said, Kevin. And I'm like, you know, you've got to be kidding me. What are they? So oh, that's literally funny. Dr. Kevin Hart <laughs> calls me and I thought, okay, is this Kaiser playing a joke on me? <laughs> like, are they trying to be funny? So legit, Dr. Kevin Hart was my attending physician. So he calls, so Dr. Hart calls and says, uh, you know, I understand you're, you're ill and what are your symptoms and I understand you're a gerontologist and... He's like, how would you treat this? And I, I told him, boom, 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 boom. And he's like, okay, sounds good. And, oh. <laughs> and then he wrote prescriptions for everything that I had said that I, I would need. And it, it, damned if it didn't work. Wow. Right? But but let's back up for a second. What if I and wasn't a gerontologist? not
1: many of us are.
0: What if I didn't know how to navigate and the system? And you're what? in
1: your worst possible state. You're super sick. You're it's probably the, not clearing, there it thinking is. clearly. And now you're trying to navigate right. that.
0: Tons of different variables. And the last variable being, you know, what if I wasn't an advocate? So there I am. What if I, what if I got to the point of sickness that I couldn't call on my own behalf? And keep in mind, Michelle, you know this. Because this illness hit me so hard and had all the earmarks of the variant COVID, I had put myself in quarantine. I had nobody to advocate on my behalf. So I was reaching a point where my, my sleep was so deep and my illness was so charged that there were times where I didn't hear my phone that I I tried to use my phone and I was confused. I was really running into, into borrowed mm-hmm. time. So, you know, those variables, what what ifs, leaves you as the average person, not an advocate, not understanding how to navigate the system, not in the field as a practitioner and then sick as a dog. You're you're kind of fucked. And so the thing that bothers me about this is that this is probably not a revelation. As I'm saying this, there are people uh, almost like at a Baptist church going, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh, mm-hmm, yep, amen, brother, because this is not news. I'm not giving you man bites dog. I'm giving you dog bites man. What I am trying to suggest, though, is this. Have you ever ordered anything from Amazon?
1: Come on. Of course. We all have.
0: <laughs> have you have you seen how efficient that system is?
1: Every step of the way.
0: It's so impressive it's unreal.
1: It's scary so if it's we can so deliver,
0: impressive. It is mm-hmm. scary. I mean they, they they actually start your order before you click send. They start your order as you're hovering over something with the mouse. Damn. They know the the systems, they know the psychology, they know how to to manage all of this process and and what is healthcare other than a process mm-hmm. if jeff bezos had put all of his attention into the healthcare system if the healthcare system ran like amazon and this is i'm going to go i'm going to go there you know what i'm going to say next if i hadn't seen such riches i could have lived with being poor i see amazon i see these companies that have tremendous systems that work, why is the healthcare system still broken? When in our faces, almost antagonistically, showing us that there is a better way to manage, why is our healthcare system still in shambles? And throwing money at it clearly isn't the answer, and making it universal clearly isn't the answer. We need the Jeff Bezoses of the world to direct their attention more towards the healthcare model and less the retail i mean he's he's about to be the the world's first trillionaire right imagine if he had focused his attention on something that was going to do something toward humanity on a greater level the healthcare system would be now like amazon yes totally delivered think to about
1: you. the same business model okay you're a prime member you pay an annual fee done easy to implement You choose your service that you want, and there's different tiers. If you pay for, one can be $100, one can be slightly used for 79. You click on that, and then you click on how fast you want the product. So do you need to see a doctor within a one-day delivery? Or can you wait till Monday for a three-day delivery? And perhaps it's a bit cheaper or you get a $2 credit towards your next visit, right? So if you don't need it next day, Amazon gives you like a dollar pantry credit to use in a different store. And you are right. notified. If you're, like,
0: if you're a, I, I love where you're going with this. And now, because I, I hadn't really applied the Amazon theory to healthcare, I just thought about just generally speaking, if, Bezos took over healthcare that he, he would come up with something even more creative and more feasible, more cost-effective. When, when, now that you're talking, if we applied just the principles of Amazon, it, it does translate. It makes sense. It, okay. So I'm a prime member. Now I'm getting all of these constant reminders of wellness and I'm, I'm doing proactive care rather than reactive care. And you, you get, you know, these things in the mail that are free, that are supplemental, whether it be exercises or um, supplements that are going to help you stay healthy. Because in the in the Bezos model, of course, it, w- it would be let's not get to the point where you absolutely need to rely on Correct. a doctor. Let's do preventive prevention.
1: And if you want there's so many different types of the same product do you want western care do you want eastern care uh, why isn't eastern practices you know under our medical care here they are and you know what best of all you you have to rate the service everyone gets a five star right. review And then then you pick your doctor according to the rating system, which, therefore, a doctor wants a good rating, so the product is going to be better.
0: Right. It forces them to, to have that efficacy rather than, oh, I've got three doctors who called off, and then the poor phone person doesn't know what to do. Yeah, I mean, that would eradicate all of that garbage. And it wouldn't just be physicians. You would have people like me gerontologists, you'd have chiropractors, you would have massage therapists, it would be, it, it would actually be that, that open market competition rather than, okay, I landed in this spot and you're stuck yeah. with
1: Yeah. And it's like an Angie's list. She did it with contractors. Yeah.
0: Right. So if you combined a number of different systems that are currently in place and focus them on healthcare, we wouldn't have these tremendous problems.
1: And we know it can be done. There's
0: Right. That's the problem. That's what's frustrating. It's, 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 oh, you can't run the four minute mile. Roger Bannister runs the four minute mile. And then it's sudden, like, oh shit.
1: Floodgate. Yeah.
0: Everybody's exactly. running the four minute mile. All right. Bezos sets up Amazon. It could be easily translated to healthcare. Who's, who's going to be the person that steps up and does it. It's, it can be done. Somebody just ran the four minute mile. so, Who's the next person to run the four-minute mile and take it to the healthcare so system? So the
1: question is, why isn't it being done? Hello. Yes.
0: That is huge. Yeah. Wow. This, again, Michelle, being sick, this was the thinker, right? This was the aha moment. I think that most people would have overlooked and said, because nah, yeah, there's not great. And uh, now, now that I got treated, it's behind me. No. This is the, this is the stuff you have to meditate on. This is what's incredibly important. And people are missing this. It's right in front of their faces. How many people do you think that had a bad experience this last week in Kaiser are thinking like this? Nobody. I think
1: they just get so pissed and they're, they're okay swirling and keeping in that loop that they don't want to do anything about it or even think how to make it better. Right. So yes, I, it happens yeah. to us all. But it's the game changers that do something about it,
0: right? Well, and it, again, first of all, <laughs> what, do we, what do we say? Okay, the observation <laughs> to, to actually see it, and then and then execution. Most people, their observation turns into a complaint. They go into pity party. They they rally around other people that that have that give them the audience and go, "Yeah, Kaiser sucks." And then that's the end of the conversation. There's no there's no deep dive into. Okay, well is there a way to fix it because they they just don't they don't get that far they they're cool with eh, that sucked and then they walk away that's not the nature of who we are we're trying to move the needle forward not just be a, a white noise party of eh, everything's broken i don't hear that you know when when i have a staff member and this is this is how i lead as a as a, a ceo if a staff member has a complaint they're supposed to come to me with the complaint but also a suggestion on their solution Strange how the complaints stop coming in <laughs> when you put that out there as the, the requirement clause. to come to me with a complaint, right? Cause so many people are just apt to just complain for complaining's sake. It's like, go do that in your sewing circle or whatever the hell it is at the gym. I listened to two guys ranting while I was on the treadmill. I forgot my headphones and God, I will never do that again. <laughs> just bitching about how their country club is not working the way that it used to. And they're about to quit. I'm like, dude, you guys are both retired. How about step up and be the voice for change rather than just complaining like a couple of bitches? Oh, and by the way, do you hear yourselves right now complaining about your country <laughs> club? This is this is worthy of discussion. Good on you. Jesus. Jesus. Anyway, underutilized underutilized minds. Yeah. So at any rate, Michelle, <laughs> as, a, as usual, here we are 19 minutes <laughs> in, and that was more of a rant than anything else, but a good one on the prospect of of the potential of changing the healthcare system. What type of homework are you going to throw at our poor listeners today? David,
1: what inspires you? What can, how can you take our tagline? We fix that. Time to put it in play. What can you fix? Stop, stop swirling in the mess and the complaints of it. Be inspired to think how you can fix it. I, I like we did it, it here like organically. It. it was like yeah it felt good. I'm inspired yeah. and today is inspiration. And I'm inspired. I love
0: it. And I can hear I it in your voice. It is, and it's 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 definitely timely. Yeah. Right? Then all things uh, have a have a a purpose in their place in time. This is this is the time. And it would be a wasted opportunity for me to to have this experience and and then not not at least touch people off on it mm-hmm. right to motivate them to to make mm-hmm. change Yep. it's taking the uh the good from the bad right it's it's the opposite of the the thinker that does the baby with the bathwater. this is okay we had a shit situation now let's make the most of it and if it inspires change fuck that would
1: be right great. and that's that goes right into my mic drop moment is the don't be lulled into complacency no right no don't do it don't be
0: satisfied What yeah. ultimately you do by, by doing that is you, you victimize yourself and I, I can't stand the rhetoric of the victim look what happened to me no it didn't no you let it happen Where, where's your accountability I like it I like very it very good alright take a out. I sack, need kiddo. to
1: I need to go out there and run and I need to fly my kite
0: Yakoki. key.
1: Hi everyone, thanks for tuning in to today's gift of the day. Check back tomorrow for another gift from your friends at the Red Kite Movement.